welcome to the Horror Junkies Podcast, the podcast where we discuss all things horror. I'm your host, Mike. And I'm Tiny Rick. Excellent. Welcome to the fucking show. Just kidding. Patches of hula hands, everybody. Patches of hula hands in the house. Because if you can dodge a ball, you can dodge a wrench. Hell I said yeah. that fucking wrong. If you can dodge a wrench, you can, you can dodge, dodge a ball. ball. All right. Well, guys, it's it. It's October finally. It is finally October, and we are getting our spooky on. We're getting spooky. We're entering the forbidden zone. Yes, we are. Going to open the we're door. Also, we're also in a new studio. Yeah, we've actually been here since 10.30. It's 11.30 <laughs> now. Um... We figured out how to record on a new system, so we got foamies in here. We got foamies. Congrats to us. We made actually, it. We made it to an actual studio um, for free. For free, motherfucker, for free. Um, but Pat, how you been? I haven't seen you in a week. I got sick again. You need to take some vitamin C. A fucking kid sneezed on me when I was drawing him. That's disgusting. He came up to me and was like, "Let me see." <laughs> And his fucking mother didn't say anything. So he's right in my face. Did a literal, like, did a booger come at you? No, but he, he, the wetness of his fucking nose went on me. No. And now I'm sick. That, I'm sorry, dude. I wanted to punch a little kid in the head. But other than that, I'm good. All right, good. Well, I mean, besides being sneezed on, that sounds awful. Yeah. Are you drawing any cool shit lately? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It's on my Instagram. Yeah, it's on, <laughs> it's on his Instagram. He ain't going to describe what he drew, but it's on his Instagram. Some weird eyeball Along with shit. some funny-ass videos of him playing some crazy music and me s- mouthing it and flicking <laughs> off the camera. I was listening to Heart while you try to figure shit out. Oh, dude. I just pulled some audio technician mother fucking You learned master. how to use a whole new program. I just learned how to use Pro Tools in, Pro? Pro tools in about 30 minutes. There you go. It's not that I'm just a big and fucking And if you're genius. listening, it's a uh, Mike and Pat show. It's a Mike and fucking Pat show. Because dipshit Angel didn't show up today. You hear that noise? That's paper. <laughs> <laughs> we All right, came guys. prepared today, baby. Yeah, we're prepared. As usual, guys, our show is brought to you by the Phantom Podcast Network. Go over there and listen to some, some spooky... Some spookiness. Some spookiness. Some it's good October, shows on so there. A bunch of shit's yeah. coming out. Uh, something really cool that um, Tim... Uh, who runs the network actually did is he actually got the phone interview Josh Gates from the fucking Expedition Unknown. Never seen the show. Really? Nope. You've never watched uh, Des- Destination Unknown or anything like that? Nope. This is the guy that literally goes in, um, he like goes to, like these different parts of the world and they talk about like their monsters, mythologies, and he tries to find them. Like this is a motherfucker that tries to find Bigfoot. But yeah, it's awesome. Does he find him? In he any com- episode, does he find what he's looking for? No. But bullshit. Show. But <laughs> the new this new four part uh, four part series is about aliens. Okay, and it was pretty cool to listen to them like talk about things and all this kind of stuff. Now so my thing is is like this is a show that you want to see him find the thing, right? I mean, do you think the government's gonna let him find the thing if, oh, if he does no, find gonna, it? The, in his life, yeah, exactly. They'll pull the fucking trigger. So what's I don't get the bye bye man. I the fucking get... man behind the curtains coming for you, motherfucker. You gonna expose the aliens, the secrets, the NASA? No, but unrelated I just news. Don't get, I don't get why. Why watch the show? It's fun. That's I guess, why. Okay. There's a new Bigfoot show coming out too. How many? How many of those do we need? <laughs> hey. All I want is that one show that was like, there's a Squatch in these woods. Oh, God. That show was, it was Finding Bigfoot. Finding Bigfoot, yeah. That show was fucking great. I watched that. Did you? Yeah. I watched that show religiously. The best part of that show were the fucking people uh, telling their stories, and you're just like, you're fucking lying. (laughs) (laughs) 
You're a fucking liar. But anyways, guys, that's on the Phantom Podcast Network. Uh, check that out. It's a lot of um, really cool conversation that he was able to do with Josh Gates. So that's fun. Um, and make sure you head over to downrightcreepy.com and check out all the horrific horror news and keep up with that kind of stuff. But it's finally October. I think I said that already. But yeah, you did. gives a fuck? It is October. And that means it's Monster Month. We've been wanting to do monsters for a while. Yeah. But it just seems right to do it in October. Like all of October. We're just going to do... Uh, every fucking week, we're going to hit you with a new uh, new time period. Hell yeah. We're doing the 1900s to 1959. I know it's a huge time jump, but that's a lot of fucking... There's a lot of years between the beginning of, you know, horror cinema. Cinema in the... In the, um, the word is gone. Cinema anyway. I can't. <laughs> I can't, dude. I just fucking. It's okay. You you all know what I'm trying to say. It was. <coughs> I have no idea. The starting what you're of to cinema, say. start of cinema, in a sense. Okay. Anyways, so we're talking about monsters. Um, so bear with us. We have a lot of crazy shit to talk about. But yeah, first, as usual, here is the news with, with Patches Olahan. Hey, you want it? Uh, Stranger Things 8-bit video game. It's on your iPhone. I know it. I downloaded it. Did you? So did I. I didn't, I didn't play it yet, though. I, me either. I saw it on this morning. I was like, of course I'm going to fucking download this. Fuck yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, is it? Did you play it at all yet? Nope. Uh, me neither. <laughs> it. Of course not, dude. But I, I mean, it's getting it. more hype now. Uh, we're getting more promos of uh, Stranger Things coming out. Uh, Neil Blomkamp just came out with a new short. Yes. You recording me? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> he's recording me off his phone because he's getting back at me earlier. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Ah, oh, god damn it. Uh, Neil Blomkamp just came out with a new short called Adam the Mirror and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Uh, his last two ones were pretty cool. His little shorts them. on YouTube. I'm excited for this one. I haven't watched it yet. I yeah. was too busy being sick and watching the movies I'm discussing today. The movies. Uh, the version of Colt of Chucky don't get a... Unrated version on Netflix, so uh, if you're trying to watch it unrated, don't watch it on Netflix, everyone. Um, why would they do that? I don't know. It's like you would fu- think you would think Netflix un- would be the place to do that. Well, where the fuck am I supposed to watch it unrated? Uh, you can get it on uh, DVD and uh, on video on demand. Fuck them. <laughs> I mean, pay money. I'm trying to watch it for free. Okay, motherfuckers. Yeah. I mean, unrated. It's probably gonna show some boobies or something. That's it's Chucky. Yeah. yeah. I actually just watched a video of uh, What's Her Face that plays Tiff going mm-hmm. through uh, the scare zone in uh, Hollywood Studios. Is a uh, Chucky house, whatever. The tour of Chucky, you mean? Mm, it's like all the monsters. It's like in Hollywood. Jason, Hollywood, yeah, Hollywood, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Jason, Freddy, and Chucky. It's like a slasher bus tour. Yeah, it's a slasher bus tour. And she just went through it, and she was screaming. I think she was o- She was really overacting. <laughs> ah, spooky. <laughs> but uh, A plus on her, uh, her rack. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. I, 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 More power I, I, to her. That's I, all she got, I think, because she's a terrible actor. No. Well, they usually are. Uh, filming begins of M. Night Shyamalan's Glass fairly soon. Finally. So we we'll, should be getting some uh, some set photos because they're starting to film now. Awesome. I can't wait for that. Can't wait to see uh, fucking Samuel Jackson and uh, uh, fucking Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis back at it. Back at it again, motherfucker. Uh, some news that is contained to today's episode. Really? Uh, speaking of other things, uh, shooting early next year, they're going to start filming uh, the Bride of Frankenstein remake. Okay. Now, do you think that Universal Studios learned from The Mummy? 
and uh, they will not probably go not. for an action. If they make Bride of Frankenstein a fucking action movie, I'll well, be it's pissed. the guy that's direct that directed the Beauty and the Beast movie. Okay, that was decent. I didn't watch that movie. Be your guest. I'm a terrible uh, be your guest. Disney coworker. <laughs> Try the great stuff; it's the best. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you never whisper that in my ear ever again. <laughs> so that's cool. They're starting to film soon, early cool. next year. I, I hope that the, he... <coughs> I don't feel like he would make that because Beauty and the Beast was pretty artsy. Yeah. Um, And I would hope that he would take that and, you know, and honestly just pay tribute to the fucking real thing. Like, The Mummy was so... I haven't seen it yet. I I've heard refused. nothing but bad shit. I don't want to watch Tom Cruise and the fucking Mummy. Yeah, well... All right, it's happening. So either we like it or not, it's gonna happen. Fuck you. They're gonna do a combined universe, and they're gonna ruin their whole fucking Universal monsters. Yeah. Well, it's about time, you know. Yeah, it's overdue. Hey, do you ever want to watch a uh, musical Christmas zombie apocalypse movie? No. No. (laughs) Well, we're getting one. (laughs) The movie's called Anna and the Apocalypse. Okay. Uh, it looks like shit. Okay. Good. It looks like uh, Zombieland meets. Some shitty Christmas musical. Excellent. Uh, the trailer didn't show any music, so I was like, okay, whatever. Maybe they're trying to save the tunes for the film. Yeah. See the soundtrack, see if it spoils anything. Yeah, probably. Like Phantom Menace <laughs> did when they came out with the soundtrack. And it was like yeah. the death of uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, and you're just like, great. <laughs> Thanks for that, fuckers. Uh, another trailer called Never Knock looks actually promising. I actually I like that one. That one yet. You sent me some trailers to watch. Dude, I did not watch them. You are a motherfucker. I'm sorry. It's okay. I watched the trailer you sent me. That movie looks fucking great. Never Knock. Uh, check that trailer out. It looks promising. I honestly don't remember a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I liked it. We're so good at our job. <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, another trailer came out today uh, called uh, Tonight She Comes. It's like a little <laughs> mixture of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Okay, I'm sorry. It's funny though. It is hilarious. Uh it's a little mixture of uh Cabin Fever and uh It Follows is what it, the trailer says. Okay. Okay. So take that with as much as you want. Tonight uh, she's gonna come. Tonight she's gonna come. <laughs> Props for that fucking director for naming his movie that. Yeah, God. You had had a lot of like yeah. How do they sign on that? I like, don't know. Yeah, let's go with that. That's fucking perfect. And uh, officially, Netflix has the movie Raw, which we've been waiting to watch. We have been. I watched a little bit of it. Wasn't in the mood to watch a foreign with subtitles film. with four, yeah. So I'd stop watching it. There watch. is there is a fucking like you need to be in yeah. a mood because I mean it does take more uh, attention span. Like you have to like steadily keep watching the subtitles and shit like that and make sure what's going on. Exactly. Uh, so I wasn't into it. I start. I turned it off and. Put on the stupid Rob Sh- Rob Schneider show. Rob Schneider Rob is Schneider a carrot. The whole South Park thing with that was so <laughs> funny. And what was that trailer that you sent me? The Babysitter. Yes. Netflix. That looks. This that actually looks fun. Looks hilarious. Um, I saw it um the other last night at work, and just think of like our generation's co- comical, campy, gory, Evil Dead type of shit yeah like the story is like sh- the babysitters and like a satanic cult and he, he, uh, the boy she babysits sees what she's doing once he goes to sleep and all that shit and just all chaos goes it looks fun it's gory there's blood everywhere so it's got me um by the nipples yeah same <laughs> just show me blood and 
yeah. weird babysitters. You, you show me blood and sacri- human sacrifices for Satan, and you pre- you got me. I was playing a uh, goat simulator the other day. <laughs> I've never played it. What? Never. Oh my god, it's so much fun. Excellent. <coughs> that is all for the news. All right, good. You trying to keep it short so we can get into this monster, these fucking yeah. creature features. Well, because Angel's not on the show, we have to cover a couple more. Yeah, fuck Angel. Because I want to discuss a couple, you know, the ones that we we haven't decided to discuss today. Oh, yeah. there's. So the thing is, guys, we tried to... Be organized. Be a little organized, <laughs> and we did pick our monsters ahead of time. But we also, we understand there is a vast, vast amount of monsters from 1900 yeah. to 1959. 50, 59, yeah. Um, so we tried to pick our favorites out of that category... Um, and of course, if you want to join in the conversation, hit us up on our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and shit, and tell us your favorite monster yeah. features. Um, but for the m- most part, we had to keep it to a bare minimum, just so we didn't have a five-hour-long podcast. Yeah, we'll have some honorable mentions, obviously. Of course. So you let's want, get into the discussion. Let's get into it. So um, I think the f- one of the first things we should hit is probably one of the earliest uh, uh, horror films ever. And this isn't like a film I told you about or anything. This isn't The Cabinet, Dr. Caligari. Uh, this is actually directed by George Malaise, and if you're a historian, you know who George Malaise is. He did a lot of silent films, uh, but it was called Robbing Cleopatra's Tomb, and it was released in 1899. Jesus Christ. Um, this silent short film portrays a man digging inside an Egyptian tomb and chopping up a mummy, which then resurrects the woman inside inside it, of course. Long believed lost, the uh, print was reported... Okay, sorry. So this film was, like, for the longest time reported lost, and eventually a print was reported discovered in France in 2005, but the film that was discovered was mistakenly another George Millet's film. Really? So we, there's really, like, this film, like, I think that they, they have writings of it and shit like that, but Not no one's actual. ever seen the actual footage. There should be a movie to look for that movie. There should be. That'd be the coolest found footage film ever. Lost Media, right there. We're writing it. Boom. But um, let's start this creature feature off the right way. Yeah. Um, the 1900s were a weird time for horror uh world <laughs> war one was going around uh not in 1900 in the ni- 1920s before the 1920s i want to say I can't yeah 1920s 1930s um so one of the most <coughs> notable german expressionism is what tim burton has his style from you know the the cabinet dr caligari is one of those like most iconic for such a weird movie yeah um I was supposed to have something pulled up about it, but I fucking got pissed off with this whole studio thing. Um, if you've never seen that movie, guys, it's a fantastic film. It's online. It's worth the watch. The set is bizarre. The lighting is weird and fantastic. It's about this guy who hypnotizes. Uh, I want to say his name is Sir Cesar. It's, like, it's not like Caesar. It's like a weird uh, word I can't fucking pronounce Right. because um, it is a German film. Um, but he, of course, the typical takes a woman out of her bed and all this shit. But just if you want to watch a truly like art movie that was actually following an art movement of the time, Doctor The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari is fantastic. That was released in 1920. So we're talking, you know, even though George Millais is one of the first horror movies, we're talking like this is like the dawn of horror. This was before Nosferatu, Dracula, yeah. the monsters we love today. Silent films. Silent films. Um before the talkies. So, um, just I wanted to throw it in there because it's usually a movie on no, a lot that's of people. definitely one that you have to mention. I remember yeah. watching that film when I was in college. Yeah, it's one of those you do. I, I, I watched that film in my 20th century humanities class, so that's yeah. why 
I Same really there. know more about it. Um, but do you want to start this off, dude? Sure. All right, dude. What's your first monster? First monster. First monster. First Gotta monster. go. Gotta go with my boy, Wolfman. Wolfman. What year is that? 1940? 19... 1941. 1941. He came out 10 years after... Uh, I think he was the last. He was no, he wasn't the last one. No, the his the Wolfman movie was the last like standalone. Yeah, Universal monster. Yeah, because Creature came out in 1954. Yeah, really? Yeah. Holy shit! He's one of my creatures. Hey, cool, cool, cool. Wolfman's cool, man. Jake just said he wants to be on the show soon. We'll get him in on this month. Hell yeah, we'll get him on the slasher era. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Filmed uh, beautifully. I, I love oh, this film. Fantastic. It feels, uh, I think the pacing, for a lot of people, they said it drags on. I think the pacing is perfect for this movie. Out of all the Universal Monsters, I think the pacing of this one is far superior. <laughs> and, we're back, and we had a little fuck up there. Oh, God. Michael, right. I hit something. What was I saying? Something about it being the most iconic. Uh, most iconic out of, I think, out of all the werewolf movies. Uh, Universal did a couple ones before before Wolfman came out. There was a there was werewolf movies coming out before. Were there? Yeah. yeah. Uh, London, London uh, werewolf in London. London. There was, that was that one. But yeah, America. Ameri- no, 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 not American. Just werewolf in London. Yeah. Huh. Um, never seen that one. I did. Uh, really good one too. But I think out of all of them, Wolfman does it for me. As for one of the classics in Universal monsters, yeah. he's on top for me. Like. I like werewolf, I like werewolf movies. I do too. The where because werewolf, werewolf. What is it called? Lycrism. Liger. It's a fucking. There's a there's an actual term. It's sort of. I think it's lichenism or some shit like yeah. that because they are called like lichens. Um, it's cool because werewolves and vampires stem from cult- cultural beliefs right. and like people believe that werewolves are real and same with vampires. Um, so it's really cool that you know they have this like. Hist, you know, hist, or, uh, history behind them. Yeah. In the sense that you can go back and trace, like, from ancient civilizations, like the story of the werewolf and shit, like that shapeshifters and whatnot, skinwalkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The mythology yeah. on werewolves are just. It's cool. We shit. could literally do a whole episode on just werewolves and shit like we that. We will. Hell yeah. We will one day. But yeah, Wolfman has got to be my number one. Yeah. All right. Well, my number one. Well, is my number one. My number one is Frankenstein's monster. There you go. Uh, and the reason I chose Frankenstein's creature is because it has so many it has so many differences from other popular monsters mm-hmm. associated with Halloween. You know, rather than being based off an ancient legend, religious concept, or histo- historical figure, his origin is solely literary, literary in nature. Like we know Frankenstein because of Mary Shelley; she is the creation of Mo- Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Um, the weird thing is, is too in in one book. Yeah, it's just one book. The, like, there's not more. It's what Mary Shelley wrote, and that's it. Like, everything that we have cinematically is just they pull from that book and add their own co- uh, concept yeah. to it. Yeah, uh, I, Frankenstein is one of the one of the best too. That actor, I forgot his name. Uh, uh, Boris Karloff. Yeah, he's, he's phenomenal. Dude, he's, he's every fucking monster. monster. Yeah, every monster. Um, he's what the mummy. He's he's the mummy. He's um. He's also he plays in uh, the n- another movie I'm going to mention. Yeah, he plays in he plays in a lot. Yeah, he was the man for horror. 
Um, in like a, just despite this, you know, public perception of the creature has changed greatly since the publication of the original novel, leading to widely uh, divergent styles uh, and plot lines in its various film adaptations, is what we just pretty much said. Mm-hmm. Um, but people's perception of this creature have become so warped by time and decades of misleading film posters and article titles. Uh, that most of us use the name Frankenstein to refer to the creature itself when it's not. It's a Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's monster. monster. Um, I used to have an ex-girlfriend that used to get on me on that one. Because I used to call it Frankenstein. Frankenstein. And, and like I said, it's just because of the time. Yeah. Like, we all call him Frankenstein because we know, I mean, even Universal Studios, it's called Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, Frankenstein. So it's Frankenstein, <laughs> not Frankenstein. <laughs> I love that movie. Yes. Um... But the thing that was cool is this is like, you know, an understanding of the literary literary history is necessary to understand the truth of the creature's tragic history and how decades of film adaptations changed him into a lumbering brute. Most know him as today because he was a poet yeah. and all kinds of other cool shit because um, he actually becomes human because he is made of human. <coughs> he is he he is a human. He's just made from different parts of other people. Yeah. And the thing um, is, is, like when you discuss that movie, you always got to discuss the, the kid killing scene. Yep. Man, <laughs> exactly. Um, Which wasn't again not. Uh, they made those movies made these monsters so human. Exactly. And like it, we don't get those anymore. No, we don't. We don't get. We just get we the scary. Like they're supposed to be scary, but like back in the day, they made them like really human. They made them human, and it was just terrifying. I mean, now, and we'll talk about this when we get to like the slasher era yeah. films. But like monsters kind of die out, and humans are the things that are most terrifying now. Which is but makes it, sense. Like with movies like the one I mentioned, but with with, with uh, Wolfman. <laughs> Yeah, it's about an unfortunate unfor- soul. He just gets bit and he turns into a monster. And a motherfucker that just can't take no. <laughs> like, dude, a, she told him no like a thousand times. He's a bit of a creep. Uh, he's a creep as because he gets a, the fucking uh, ter- the fucking scope shits. Yeah, and like kind of like, like peeping on her windows and shit romantically, but nah, we're gay. <laughs> peeping Tom in though, peeping Tom like a motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, very the, the thing with the Universal monsters. Even with Dracula, they made them very like they they gave well, them. Dracula is a romantic story. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't far from that from the movies or any mm-hmm. of the stories that were told back in these days. Yeah, and we kind of uh, stepped we kind of stepped away from that when it comes to horror. As now, but you Correct. we always have to have these conversations about the classics when you talk about horror movies and the horror yeah. genre itself. You do because it starts from somewhere. It start yeah, and it starts from fucking fine novels. Yep. Mm. Um, I just want to go over some creation origin of Frankenstein. Let's go. If you really like the origin of Frankenstein, <laughs> really like. uh, it was in May 1816, the dawn of the new era, the 19th century, when Mary Shelley, her husband Percy Shelley, and a close friend Charles uh, Claire Claremont. That's a weird name, Claire Claremont. Uh, traveled to Lake Geneva. Uh, they planned to spend the summer with the scandalous, eccentric poet Lord Byron. If you watched uh, *Bride of Frankenstein*, there is the uh, dialogue set before they tell the story. Yeah. Lord Byron is a fuck, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, he's trying to fuck Mary Shelley, oh, yeah. dude. Like he was like, it was just weird. I w- we watched it in my motion picture genre class two weeks ago. Yeah. I'm like, Byron's trying to get that shit. Oh yeah. Um, Wouldn't you though? I would. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, they spent their summertime writing, boating, and talking late into the dark and stormy summer nights. In the evening, the Shelleys and Lord Byron would share old German ghost stories to entertain one another. And then, of course, in uh, this is where 
Shelley Mary talks about a waking dream or night terror right. in which a corpse was reanimated. She quotes in her 1831 edition of Frankenstein, I saw the pale student of unhallowed arts kneeling beside the thing he had put together. I saw the hideous phantasm of a man stretched out, and then on the working of some powerful engine show signs of life and stir with an uneasy half-vital motion. Frightful must it be, for uh, supremely frightful would it be the effect of uh, only of any human endeavor to mock the stupendous mechanism of creator of the world. Thus she began to write what thought she was a short story, and that's how Frankenstein became to think. This dream became a fucking novel. Which she didn't even get to put her name on until, like, fucking 18-something. Is that because she was a woman? Correct. Yeah, no, it's a big no-no. No women no, no, can no. write. She couldn't have published. Um, yeah. But what's your favorite Frankenstein film? Because there's so many. Like, Universal Studios' Frankenstein is pure genius. Right. But I've always had a close fond of the Hammer House, the Hammer Horror films, because they were, like, extremely fucking violent. Yeah. Like, for, like, late 50s, they were fucking violent. violent. Yeah. Like, it was just, like... Oh shit! You're getting away with that on, <coughs> like the Curse of Frankenstein. Yes, love it. Oh my god, yes. Um, but like I said, um, and then my all-time favorite, um, like representation of the monster is Penny Dreadful, the TV series. That show successfully depicted all of the monsters. Right. If you have not watched Penny Dreadful, it's on Netflix. Watch it. The acting is fantastic. The set is amazing. Like everything on that show is done. Perfectly, right. and um, and I love how they actually show, you know, Frankenstein as this, you know, man who's you know a creature in the sense, but I mean he's a poet, he loves theater, but of course he's viewed as a hideous monster by society, which has a whole bunch of fucking social commentary in there. But um, that's always my favorite because they give him the hair. He he is like beautiful in the in a way, but he's also hideous and hideous monster. Yeah. So watch Penny Dreadful if you don't oh, yeah. watch it. Oh yeah, I just it's got into it. Fantastic. It's really good. The werewolf shit is awesome. You're gonna love the werewolf. <laughs> uh, so my favorite is actually going into my second choice of what I brought today: <laughs> the Bride of Frankenstein. Bride of Frankenstein. Now you only get to have her for she only makes an appearance in the movie like five minutes towards the end, and which she, is weird. It is weird. Uh, I mean that's the way to market the movie, I guess. It's, but they never made another film about her, right? No, not that I know of. But the thing is, is like too, is like everyone depicts like their relationship as like, yeah, like Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein, yeah. which is not the case at all. If you watch the film, no, she fucking regrets him right when she meets. She him. hates him immediately. It, it, like, that's the thing too. Like with the Bride of Frankenstein, Frankenstein starts like learn how to talk. Yes, which is fucking does. great. Like that's Amazing. why I like I, I like Bride of Frankenstein a little bit more than the mm-hmm. original movie. Well, the thing is, is that like Doctor Frankenstein himself has also perfected his work. Right. So you know he made Frank the monster, and you know he's he's good. He's a great monster and all, but he's the first one. Now you got the Bride of Frankenstein. She's more put together. She's beautiful, mm-hmm. and she I think automatically knows how to speak correct well she screams when she she screams when when she sees frankenstein exactly monster frankenstein at first the thing is too is like for bride of frankenstein is a perfect sequel Mm -hmm. because it it starts right where the last movie ends yes and it's like one frankenstein's a little burnt so he looks he looks a little bit cooler yeah like he looks he looks he looks more fucked up yeah and it's kind (laughs) of cool and like again he starts learning how to talk and starts 
just like figuring out like what it means to be a human mm-hmm. and he doesn't like it like no. that's the cool thing about Bride of Frankenstein like they have the conversation is like Frankenstein wants to die like type of thing like which is he intense. wants to be dead he likes he doesn't he likes want to be, be alive. dead yeah which is cool. which is the whole play on you know Frankenstein's emo kid th- yeah <laughs> yeah well no the whole creator like be playing God yeah. which is the huge overlying concept underlying concept excuse me of the story is this man played God. He created something that he shouldn't have created, and he didn't know how to control it at all. And, you know, the fact that, you know, Frank, the monster didn't want to live. Like, yeah. The monster was okay with being dead. You know, you brought it back to life. That was a person. You know, I think we also forget the fact that the monster, the brain is someone's brain. Those memories are there. Like, yeah. it remembers dying. It doesn't want to be, be, be alive again. Yeah, but he also learns, like, how to eat, drink, and all that exactly. poetry and stuff. Which is, like... um Oh, oops! Sorry, monsters in the studio. Um, if you've ever watched the Benedict Cumberbatch play Frankenstein, yeah. based off Mary Shelley's novel, it is fucking phenomenal. That movie like, starts weird though. It's not a. <laughs> it's a play. No, uh, Bride of oh, Fra- the Mary when no, Mary Shelley Bride. comes in and she's like, and the guy's like, so what do you do after this? And she's like, well, I have more stories to tell. And then the Bride of Frankenstein starts. Yeah. No, 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 Which no, wasn't her story. Like, I don't think she had any no, credit no. writing that book or no. that movie or anything like that. No, that was purely... Um, Hollywood. Hollywood. Which is... Like, she, yeah. No, because it's a good She story. looks cool. She does I look like cool. I like, if anything, it's the aesthetics of the Bride of mm-hmm. uh, Frankenstein is what I enjoy. Exactly. Um, do I look for in a girl? Just that white. Long, long hair that's straight up like Marge Simpson with a white stripe in it. Yeah. Scream when you see me. <laughs> oh, my yes. God. Uh, my next, next, my next one is Nosferatu. There you go. 1922. Silent film. <laughs> one of those, those strange, weird... Such a hard uh, movie to watch now. Is it? I try watching it. I can watch it. I like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, like it. I chose this... Um, because it's one of the earlier monsters. Yeah. I mean, it is, you know, Dr. Caligari is one of the first iconic monsters in the sense horror movie. But uh, Nosferatu is like that one that everyone fucking knows. Everyone loves him. Um, this is, you know, but the thing is like, you know, ambition, it's revenge and early death. Uh, the story behind this gothic masterpiece is actually as darkly as compelling as the movie itself. Yeah. Um, in 1921, the director, I think his name is Moranua. I can't say it, pronounce it. I'm sorry. He's dead now. It's okay. He uh, founded the company Piranha Film to produce a series of horror films. However, he only produced one, Nosferatu, because he fucking went bankrupt. Uh, and that's because he wanted to... Nosferatu is heavily uh, inspired by Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. And this director went to the Stoker estate and asked for permission to make this movie, and they denied him. They were like, no, you're going to ruin our so-and-so's... I can't remember if he was, like, great-grandfather or grandfather. Uh, I think his grandfather. His legacy, you know, you're not going to do it right, so we said no. So we changed the names, the locations. Dracula became Count Orlock. Jonathan Hecker, uh, Harker became Hutter, and the vampire stalked Bremen rather than London. Um... Stroker's widow, so it was Grant, his wife, uh, eventually sued. And by the time I got to court, uh, uh, the director's rampant spending for the pl- uh, publicity of Nosferatu, uh, had, he had no money. No, no money to pay. No money. No monies. But um, the one thing the court did finally do when it was brought up was that um, it ordered him to burn all the prints of the film. Really? Yeah. And um, apparently only like f- 
um, where I lost my notes. I lost, lost my, my notes. notes. Um, some copies survived. Like miraculously, like like they literally burned. They went there. The cops he they had to burn this entire film. That's crazy. And some of them fucking survived, and that's why we have this Still fucking have film today. today. That's insane. So, fuck you. Um, Fuck you, government. And um, what I've always loved about Nosferatu uh, was his character design. Yeah, it's very iconic. Cool. He is so—he's creepy. He's tall. The curling, the coiling <laughs> fingers and shit. He's always in shadows. Hunchback. Uh, he's hunchback. He's bald-headed, pointy ears. He's the fucking teeth. iconic. The teeth. Um, but unfortunately, when it comes to today, all you see is people imitating Bela Lugosi's Dracula. Yeah. He is good. I'm not going to get drunk. Belugui's Dracula is phenomenal. But I feel like Nosferatu is not well represented in today's media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's, it's because it is a silent film and it is a harder watch because yeah. it is, I mean, it's fucking from 1922. It's an old fucking movie. But it's still creepy. But it's creepy. It's those movies And that's what that makes it creepy. If you turn the lights off and... You're watching it in the dark, and you maybe it's you and someone else. That movie, just because it is silent, makes it terrifying. Yeah. There's no, I mean, there's dialogue because it's on the screen, but you can't hear anything. You can't hear anything. Yeah. Um, Plus, the colors of the old film, like, makes it more creepy too. Like that tone of like yellow yeah. and green. Yeah. Yeah. And I was about to say like the lighting. Yeah. And focus on his face is sometimes curiously soft. Making him look undefined and undead. So, and then the guy was a method actor. Yeah. Like he only filmed that night, and he drank like cow's blood and shit. He grew his nails out. He, he actually scared the film. He actually workers. became a vampire. He actually became, he became Peter. <laughs> <laughs> from what we do in the show. Yes. <laughs> but that's my next monster <laughs> from this time period. Nosferatu always have a place in And so will Dracula. I mean, Dracula. I didn't pick him. Did, you didn't pick him either. No, he's not my Dracula. favorite out of all the vampires. <laughs> Um, I do love vampires. I do love the story by Dram- Bram Stoker. Um, yeah. It's just you know, Dracula is always someone's big. Um, so we just I wanted to pick someone that's you know he's famous, he's infamous. Everyone knows Nosferatu, but it's just I feel like it's a lost media in the sense like no one really wants to watch it. Nosferatu yeah. to watch it, they just kind of like oh look this old movie. Yeah, exactly. Click. Yeah, uh, it's the unfortunate of Nosferatu. Because everyone <laughs> yeah. talks about Dracula, not him. But exactly, you, I I feel like those two need to be brought into a conversation always. I wonder who would win in a fight. Nosferatu. You kidding me? Yeah, you fucking. Yeah, you just scratches mm, meat hooks. So I got another movie. Do you know? A more? lot of people don't know this one. I didn't know it. Body snatch, snatchers. When you said it, I was like, "This is motherfucker gonna talk about invasion of the body nope. snatchers." That ain't from this time period. Uh-uh. Body Snatcher. Body Snatcher. Which uh, is a, uh, what's-his-face is in the movie? Bar- Borlas Karloff? And uh, the other guy. Forgot his name. Uh, I don't know. Dracula. Bela Lugosi. Yeah. Uh, those two always been in movies, too? They're always horror. Those are horror Those are, like, icons. the kings of horror, I believe. Literally. And, like, it's always been, uh, the other, uh, Frankenstein's always, like, actor-wise, always got the better roles and, like, mm-hmm. the higher pay. In this movie, uh, Lubusi or Lugusi, whatever, Lubusi, Lubusi. <laughs> he little boozy. <laughs> he doesn't play a big role in the movie. He kind of just—it's like a cameo almost. Uh huh. But uh, the movie is just about this guy that goes and digs up bodies and cool. sells them to doctors to use for like experiments and shit like that. Awesome. So he gets to the point where he's like, "Oh, it's just easier to kill people." 
and, give, yes. and sell them to doctors. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Uh, performance, I think this was his best. Uh, Frankenstein, I forget, I'm not good with actors, man. <laughs> Karloff. Karloff. Dude, he's, everyone knows him. Yeah, I know. Karloff. I, I'm not good with actor names. Karloff is, like, I think this is his, like, his best performance. Really? Out of any film. I have to watch it. He has that fucking smile that he always has. That fucking shit-eating fucking smile. <laughs> of course. Uh, it's a... It's not particularly like entertaining type of movie. Uh-huh. It kind of it is kind of slow, mm-hmm. but it picks up and then you're just like it ends and it's like okay, like it's it's you watch it for the performance and the sets. Yeah. There's a lot of cool like grave scenes in it because he, he's digging up bodies and shit like that. Like it's done beautifully. That's all. I'm gonna have to watch this because like when you brought it up, I was like, man, never heard of this. Yeah, no one wa- no one knows about that movie. It's kind of weird. I watched it first when I was again when I was in college when I started peeking into like old old films mm-hmm. and this was one that was like recommended to me and i was like all right and i watched it i i love it Hell yeah. i'll rewatch this before i watch any of the other movies damn yeah i'm at the watch well it mm, not wolfman wolfman i could always put on and have, enjoy myself yeah just because of the fog scenes alone oh dude the fog scenes are so, so cool. fucking good I, they in don't film like that anymore in this transformation yeah. scene this is fucking like you're like this is 19 fucking 41 I mean, yeah. that's when it was released they filmed it of course before that i mean the practical effects were like nothing you've seen like in today and today yeah. there's like all right throw that shit on cgi it's fine yeah exactly it's like this, this guy had to go through makeup mm-hmm. like for extensive hours that's the thing too. We gotta talk about the makeup for all yeah, these icons. All, of these. all the icons. My next one has got the most extreme makeup. <laughs> Who's your next one? Creature from the Black Lagoon. Hell yeah! I was uh, mad when you picked that one. I was like, "Fuck, I wanted that one." I was. That's why I picked it before anyone <laughs> chose it. I was like, "I gotta get Creature because I like." He's not the most notable. He came at the end of like the Universal craze. Yeah. You know, he got two other fucking Who movies. I, oh, dude, I don't fucking know. Oh, okay, I didn't get that. One. <laughs> It doesn't matter. He's dead now. True. <laughs> I mean, he could be alive. That's oh, yeah, didn't not Austin's fair. Didn't like grandma or something like that date? Yeah, or some shit like that. She had, he has like a picture apparently of his grandma with the guy in the fucking suit. True. That's weird. Like I said, he has two other movies that really aren't. Yeah. Anything you know? Return of the creature, fucking attack of the whatever. The fuck That's what I called. say about these sequels too. The, like the only really effective one was Bride of the Frank, like Bride of Frankenstein. Exactly. Like the other um, sequels, like to everything else, was kind of like. Eh. Like I said, he arrived six years after the golden age of Universal Horror. Yeah. And that was capped with Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein. Like, that was the... And that movie's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. I love the Abbott Abba You know and what Costello. else is a hilarious one? The Invisible Man. Yes. I think it's, like, the most, like, comedic one. It is. Because his voice is just really funny. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I think it's played by the guy that played uh, Wolfman as well. Probably. They always... The, the, well, there was only so many. I think there was just, like... So many actors for horror. Yeah, because like that was kind of like you kind of just do that. It was a new thing. Like it, horror movies weren't like huge. I mean, they were huge because they made fucking money. money. Yeah, but the thing uh, is, like, it, if you were in horror movies, you stayed in horror movies. Exactly. Like that you didn't was branch out did. or anything like that. Um, and this is the creature was never able to clumsily shuffle his way into the expanding universe <laughs> shared by Dracula, the Wolfman, Frankenstein's monster, and briefly uh, the Invisible Man because he only had like one film, right, or two. Invisible Man, I think he only had one. Um. And of course, you know, don't like I said, me. give, don't, yeah, don't quote us on that one. Uh, you know, like I said, given the three film franchise contemporary to the time frame American setting, uh, movies are always getting fucking those th- uh, three movies, of course. Um, 
It would. Yeah, I lost myself. It would have been stretched anyway to find some to have mixed him up with the Wolfman. How that? How did you mix him up with the Wolfman? I don't know. I don't. He's a fucking lagoon creature, yeah. and you got a hairy motherfucker. One has gills. One has fur. I don't know how you mix that up. <laughs> there was a cool thing what got me into the Universal Monsters, like when I was a child. I didn't uh-huh. watch the movies when I was younger, but it got me interested into horror. It was uh, Burger King did like this weird promotion thing for all the movies, and they had like the toys and shit. Yeah. Of like the Wolfman, uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Dracula. I remember those. And they were like black and white action figures and shit like that. They were cool. That's what. The thing is, is like these movies will always be. They'll stand the test of time. They'll always be there, and they'll always test. Yeah, exactly. Just because of the dial, like it, you watch it for the dialogue and just the the set designs, man. Yeah, I I mean the acting's great. Like mm-hmm. these movies have a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like these are good movies. These are fucking great they, movies. Uh, they're student films too. Like they, yeah, they, when you study film, like they tell you to watch these films. Hey, watch these. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, because they're groundbreaking. The literally like if Universal Studios did not make Frankenstein in 1931, Universal wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't have. Uh, Universal Studios, and we wouldn't have home, like exactly Hall and because that's what made this company be how big it is because of the success of all, all these movies were successful. Yeah, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, the I've been a Costello series. I want to look Wolfman. at the budget. I mean, it was different back then because the money was money was way, like inflation was yeah. different and all that shit. But it was I mean, like a quarter to get into a movie theater or something like yeah. that. Yeah, um, but you were only but, making like fifty. You were only making like five cents an hour. Yeah, right. But it was like <laughs> worth it. Like you were fucking yeah. well off, um, and I just overall, overall like creation, like to make, you know, something from paper to film. Yeah, the makeup artist, the, the makeup, the practical effects is like unlike anything you'll see in today's movies. The only movie that's really held up practical effects was The Void, in a yeah. long time. I mean, you yeah. do have like movies that do they do do practical effects. They had people in makeup and stuff, but like. Not full body fucking wetsuits and actually you know, be able to get into the water and like actually and swim. swim. Yeah, yeah. And the Wolfman. I mean, that was that was a real guy covered in hair and shit. Like that wasn't a yeah, green you, screen or anything. Like it took time and commitment to make these movies instead of just being like, oh, I ever have a preset on my computer. Yeah, boop, yeah, boop, exactly. Boop, 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 boop. And, and you got to think about too images like, rendered, the sound of all of them too. Like yeah, Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's like. Like that's yeah. iconic as fuck. Yeah, everyone knows. The, yeah, and the makeup again for I think in Frankenstein was they changed it for the movie, didn't they? Because he didn't have the the thing in the neck in the well the bolts. Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah, he, he didn't have that. No, no. The the the, the Frankenstein's from 1931 <laughs> versus Mary Shelley's two completely different yeah. uh, uh, representations. It's alive. <laughs> it's a lie. Yeah, you, you also can't if you ever watch Young Frankenstein, oh my god, the, yes, it's on Netflix with now. Fucking Gene Wilder, like you need to reevaluate your life and watch that film because it's fucking hilarious. What? Hum- I was at a friend's house and I put that on. She's like, "What the fuck is this?" And I, what? I was like, Ooh, "Bitch, you gonna get come hit. roll? Come roll in the hay with me?" Yeah, come on. <laughs> like the like when Gene he Wilder, meets. Come on. When he meets Igor or Igor, yeah, <laughs> Igor. He he goes. Oh, I'm a good like something something. I could fix that uh, hump on your back. What hump? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's fucking perfect. I dude. love I love Young Frankenstein. I also love uh, the Son of Frankenstein. I think it was like the, oh yeah, that's like the third Frankenstein. The whatever. Third one. Yeah. And uh, oh, God, I could go on with the classics, man. 
Those movies are great. I don't even know what time we're at on this episode anymore. Me neither, but whatever. <laughs> I whatever. I spent the whole day watch rewatching the ones I brought up. I I was a good. I really sick wanted day. to. Um, I just I was busy all day, so I, was I like, also watched a shitty. Uh, what's that movie called with uh, Ice Cube and Charlie Day? I have no idea. It's like a, they're two teachers and they fight. Whatever. I watched that oh, shitty fist fight. Fist fight. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I wanted to punch Charlie Day, and I never want to do that because I like Charlie Day. But in this movie, that you want to hit him. Bad movie. Yeah. Um. But what other monsters do you want to just do? The Phantom of the fucking Opera. Yeah, I didn't, we didn't even bring that up. Like that one. That was before fucking Frankenstein. And that was also a silent film. Was I think so? Man. Mm-hmm. Damn. I think I that was before the talkies. Yeah. The talkies. I love. I love that they call it that. Like when movies started bringing sound in, it's like they call them the talkies. That's funny. It is funny. These movies talk. Oh, they're talkies. They're talkies. <laughs> Fucking genius. Yeah, I think, I think Phantom of the Opera was another uh, silent film. Which is crazy when you think of like it being a musical today. Yeah, exactly. I'm in fucking drunk, bro. Like, oh, God. Mm. I miss... That's a man right there. At Halloween Hornets, they had a they had a classic house, which was the best. Because like, everything was designed in black and white, so it looked like I you... Wish, I wish they would do that. Again, I know. Yeah. Like you have the rights to the characters, why not you? You fucking own them. Yeah, like, come on, just keep doing that. Like, make that a, um, make that like an all year round fucking house. Exactly. Not even. I mean, that's why I love the the Universal Studios here. I don't know if they have it in Hollywood or not. What? But uh, the horror makeup show. Yeah. It is fucking awesome. I've never seen it. And I love go. practical effects like that. Dude, yeah. it's that's it's literally you're waiting for the show and you're in this big auditorium type of thing, and it's just like. No, the prosthetics from Frankenstein, from the Mummy, from <laughs> all of them, like the stuff that Universal keeps in their arc, you know, in their fucking vaults and shit. Yeah. They have giant vaults full of shit that I want. <laughs> giant vaults of shit. It's just really just Karloff's <laughs> pile of poop. Pile of <laughs> just yeah. a big old pile of poopy. What a tall man. Yeah, I mean, I think he was on stilts. Yeah, uh, and that's the thing too. Like back in Hollywood, like they would just reuse actors like that. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, he, a, fit, a, he fit everything. Yeah, I think there was like a little, like in the end credits of uh, Bride of Frankenstein or some, I think it was some movie, but it says like, if you have a good cast, why not reuse it? True. Which is what Tarantino I mean, it does. Sense. It's like yeah. Tarantino has like a... His, same actors in every film. And it, it works for him. It does work. So like it, when it comes to classics, like te- like if you have a good cast, why not reuse them, you know? It makes 100% now, sense. When I see Samuel Jackson in all of Tarantino films, it kind of gets distracting. I'm like, it's just, yeah, it's Samuel Jackson, but exactly. whatever. I, I um, love Tarantino films. I want him to do, a, like, if he had his hand in, like, a classic, that would be cool. Ooh, you mean, like, you're squeaking. Over there. I know. If he, like, redid, like, an... The thing is, I don't, know if anyone would, I don't know if anyone would dare to remake... Because you gotta think about it. The, they're remaking them up. right now. <laughs> I know. It's and I, like I said, Dwayne, I wish the Rock is might be playing the Wolfman. So what? Oh yeah, you didn't hear about that? No, I covered I this on the news. I think like months ago. Probably. I probably went off on that. Like not that I. I just don't like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. As I mean, I love the Rock, but not as for not for not Wolfman. The Wolfman. He's yeah. not. He's not a Wolfman. If anything, he's a Frankenstein. He's right? fucking he's huge. He's fucking built and huge. Um, but that would be really distracting too. What I didn't talk about in, when I was talking about Frankenstein was the fucking worst films. Oh no! I Frankenstein was fucking garbage. Yeah. God. And Victor Frankenstein with Daniel Radcliffe and what's his name from Split and Professor X, the kid. Can't remember his name. I don't remember. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm bad. I'm so bad at actors' names. We should not we be care. doing this. <laughs> it's okay. Whatever. Um, you guys know who I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> it wasn't awful. I Frankenstein? No, 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 no. Victor Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. It was okay. I mean, it was I like, didn't I didn't pay for it. Like, I was, it was when I was flying to Spain. It was on, like, the TV to watch. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, I'll watch this. Um, it's okay. It's not I Frank. I Frankenstein's fucking garbage. Like, the little scar thing. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is that? Yeah, it was like, garbage. Um, that was part of the era, like, Underworld was like Underworld was good though. Yeah, well, the first one was. Yeah, well, the second and like one was everyone good. like Hollywood was still building off that like that Underworld are still like making money, so they're like, let's do that with all of our Universal monsters. Well, I will say that the Wolfman remake. I didn't. I was. I, I like that amazing. one. I love that movie. That was that was hands down like a really good remake in my. No one went to go see it though. Of course not. Everyone was like, "Fuck! You can't remake the Wolfman." But that movie, I mean, yeah. it had a good cast. I just didn't the CG transformation, whatever. Yeah, no, it was bad. That was my only complaint. Yeah, but the house of that year, they had a Halloween Horror Nights at a house for that year, and it was pre- actually pretty good. Did they? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yep. My 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 memory sometimes oh, is I, real shit. Yeah, it's okay. Real bad. I tend like, to remember all the houses. Issa will send me to the store to be get yogurt, <laughs> some orange juice, something, and toilet paper. And I'll come up, she goes, where's the toilet paper? I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, she sends me lists. Like, if I don't have a fucking list, I ain't getting it. You got your honey-do list? No, it's, not, it's a honey. Don't fucking re- forget. <laughs> we need bananas, and you fucking go to the store, and you buy p- paper towels. And you didn't get the bananas. Um, any other monsters you want to just throw in here? I don't know where we're at. Uh, I'm we started recording around 11.30, so we're getting uh, close to The mummy to was hour. cool, too. Yeah, yeah. The mummy has a... Dude, I that's actually... Not like that. That's my least favorite one out of all I have a whole, like, uh, Word document of the evolution of the mummy films because of my anthropology oh, class. Oh, God. And there's a fucking lot. Yeah. She actually ripped on the mummy with Tom Cruise. It was so funny. Hell, yeah. I was reading through the, uh, like, module page. And we're, you know, with the mummy, the mummy's uh, shawl, all that shit, the mummy's hand. And then she goes, the mummy says, and then there's this. <laughs> Just like, lol, that's hilarious. <coughs> nah, man, those classics, solid films, they, they will test, stand the test of times. I'm, yeah. This morning was a proof of that. Yeah. I mean, I own the Wolfman on Blu-ray. Do you really? And, yeah. Fuck yeah. And... I love watching that movie. I love popping it in. And the Blu-ray didn't change anything. It's just it's on Blu-ray. It's a higher quality video. Looks better. Um, but I can watch that movie. I can watch all of them. Like I can watch any old movie from like the even from the fifties. Like all of them are good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there are the bad ones. Like the crazy. Like you know, they're, they're just getting into all the sci-fi action and all that shit. But the movies from the nineteen hundreds and nineteen fifties really were, uh, in the sense, like the beginning grounds of what the cinematic universe is today. Like, you know. First porn. <laughs> first the first film was a porno. It was a gif of a girl, a naked girl walking down the stairs. Yeah. That started the um, whole movement of film. Exactly. I'm just like, I wonder where it would be if we didn't start movies there. Like, what, what, what happened if horror porn? didn't start? No, like horror. Yeah. Like, what if horror didn't start until, like, the fucking the 1960s like that's when our first horror movie was made that'd be weird that would be weird like where would we be today 1960s we will just have like the slap beginning of slashers probably just kind get of. some shitty sci-fi cowboy shit I don't know I have no cowboys idea cowboys versus aliens yeah fucking <laughs> bullshit 
Um, I think that's. I don't know. I think that's it for this. Have you watched? Uh, speaking of modern, have you have you started watching? Uh, American Horror Story. No, you dude, tell up? me about it. Tell me about it. Spoiler. No, I'm not doing spoilers. Fuck that. Okay. Uh, it's crazy right now. It's actually picking up. Yeah. You're starting to see why Kai is doing the things he's doing. This last episode, episode five, actually dugs into his origins a little bit. Okay. And why he's kind of the way he is. He's got a fucked up parent life. Mm-hmm. Parents are abusive. Yeah. yeah. I could catch that the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Motherfucker rubbed Cheeto dust on his face. And there's a, there's a bit of a connection between uh, Kai and an, another character, which you weren't expecting. What, what, what? Mm-hmm. I always say I'm going to watch it, but I never do. I, know. I just finished Rick and Morty. You caught up? I caught up. I finished last season yesterday. There you the last episode of last there you this go. season. I'm not caught up at all. Dude. I've been wait till you get the Marty's mind blowers. Oh my god. It's so funny. I heard I've I've been reading about Rick um, and Morty. I didn't go to, I didn't go to the Rick truck. It was here. The line was like three hours long. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> uh I wanted to go. <coughs> but they were selling like merch and shit, right? Yeah. yeah. That's it. Action figures, all kinds of cool shit. I would get I would, I would get a pickle Rick shirt. Uh, New York Comic Con, they give away fucking exclusive Pickle Rick pins. What the fuck? Exactly. God damn it. want to be a fucking pickle, dude. That's all I want to live my life. There's a fucking pickle. pickle. Well, uh, catch up on American Horror Story so I can talk I to you about it. will, eventually. It's the same thing with Game of Thrones with me. I'm still not caught up. I actually uh, went to someone's house I was watching it. And they're like, do you care? I'm like, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I don't even... I mean, I, I'm I'm at the point where I'm just watching shows to watch them now. Just because yeah. I start, I invested so much time. But I'll, I'll catch up on American Horror Story eventually. When I have a free day, I can just sit down and just crank out some episodes. They go by quick. Yeah, they do. So, um, but I think... I think that's time. I think that's... I think we're to call it. Um, call it like I said, night. guys, if you want to join in our discussion... Let us know. We can call people now. I think we can call people now. We can do phone interviews. We have a fucking huge board now. It's just ridiculous. We have a studio. It's like, I want to say at least 40 channels. Um, so we got a lot of cool things we can do now. So, you know, we're just give us some time. We'll figure this shit out and we'll get you on the show. And But back to what I was going with, with all of this. If you have monsters that you want us to discuss, send them to us. Tweet at us. Insta poop at us. Yeah. You know, let us know what monsters you like. Um, correct us if we fucked up on the today's episode because we're a couple dumbs and we fuck stupid, up all the time. Stupid heads. Um, next week we're doing 1960 to 1979. I, I claim I, I take Psycho. I already know you got no. Fuck you. This is gonna be challenging. Why? I don't know. 60s was a good era for horror. I know. <laughs> I can't wait. Alfred can't Hitchcock wait and all, man. Exactly. Fucking the master. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the master of slashers. I agree. Like how that played off time. Yeah, he's, he started the whole slasher movement. So um, stay tuned for that next week. Um, so that's in. if you want to add some tidbit, maybe we'll get Jake on that show. Maybe if he's into the sixties, sure. Let's see, because he he just wrote us like I said earlier. He wants if to you're be. into the nineteen sixties, hit us up. Yeah, for real. That's we a can, good we time can, for We could literally have five people in the studio right now. Yeah, we have three open mics now, so get with the times. We're people. literally gonna sign off now, and we're gonna work on my uh, R and B album. <laughs> yeah, it's called. Uh, she didn't text she, back. She didn't text back. Um, but anyways, guys, like I said, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Bloop tube, whatever the fuck is you're on today. We're on everything. Your, your I think we also have a Tumblr. 
I think no one uses Tumblr. Tumblr anymore. No one, yeah, no one. <laughs> um, like I said, just hit us up, talk to us. We like talking to you guys. Review our show. Yeah, that helps. You help us get to other people when you review us on the the thing on. Apples. Even if you say we suck, it helps. Yeah, tell us we fucking suck. I don't care. I can take I, I do, Yeah, I've I've heard people say meaner things to me. I promise. I say meaner things about the show than that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we suck. Um, like I said, check out all the horrific podcasts on the Phantom Podcast Network. This might sound crazy. Are our favorite guys? <coughs> we love those beard. dudes. We have no idea who they are, but we love them. Can't wait to meet them. Yeah. Um, like I said, go to Downright Creepy. Check out all the stuff, and stay tuned next week when I shave. Patrick's eyebrows off with my teeth. I'm gonna get Goku eyebrows. I'm gonna draw them on my forehead. Fuck yeah. And stay weird, guys.